0: You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen May, on this Tuesday afternoon, and I'm super excited to welcome back to the program Andrew Dambina, our food and drink foodie, foodie, drinky. How are you doing? <laughs>
1: Yeah, drinky. I like that one. Yeah. I've not yeah. heard
0: of that one. No. I like it. No. Going to use it. Sure, a a, a foodie. Yeah. There must be a drinky some somewhere out there. Yeah. 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 So, how are you doing, Anders? Are you are you keeping well? Yeah, not bad. It's not bad. Thanks. Um,
1: you know, just trying like everyone else probably to not interact too much. It's very weird, isn't it, when you meet people? I've had to um go out a couple of times for work appointments and everyone's a bit fidgety about how to greet each other. That, that's, a, that's a thing
0: now, isn't it? Exactly. I'm so glad that, you know, here being, you know, Asians and the Asian culture, that it's sort of acceptable to just bow a little bit and I've been doing yeah. that literally just, you know, nod my head and, you know, <laughs> bend Definitely. Over a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It is.
1: I mean, I can't, I can't see the point of doing this kind of elbow or boot-touch thing that, that's been going around social media.
0: That's, that's <laughs> silly, Noreen. Oh,
1: it yes. Might fall, might fall over trying.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I have not been yeah. trying that at all.
1: No. No. no nor have no, I. No. Nor am I. <laughs> no. So, so. Um, a, lot of, a lot of today, what I wanted to talk about is, um, understandably, I think, it's hard, you know, I mean, it, there's such a massive thing in the world, it's hard to kind of just go off into uh, the world of uh, looking at ingredients or food types or or what's going on generally in restaurants, because everything's been affected, hasn't it? it and is. we're all thinking about it. Exactly. So, wh- wh- I mean, while, um, while a lot of us are thinking about food and drink that can enhance health, I mean, that's one way to look at uh, food and drink these days, obviously, and I know you've been doing that on your programme. Um, uh, I just want to mention then first that, according to a report uh, just over a week ago in a US magazine that's mostly about food, but some drinks as well, it's called Taste Magazine, um, a honey that it discovered um, in U.S. health shops that actually comes from Australia rather than the States um, claims to be two or three times stronger than regular Manuka honey, which is um, even known stronger
0: it- than Manuka. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Yeah. And as you, uh, yeah. I mean, as you know, Manuka is known for its nutritional potency and everything. Um, I um, yeah, this 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 honey comes from Byron Bay in New South Wales. Is that, is that
0: somewhere that you've visited? I have been to Byron Bay. Yeah, it uh, yeah. It's known for its uh, hippiness, isn't it? It's a hippie place. It is. It is. It's known for its hippiness and also for its dolphins.
1: Which uh, it's. Um, I don't know if you spotted any, but there are there are lots of pods of dolphins. That more of them that uh, swim off that part of uh, New South Wales and anywhere else.
0: Oh, I'll Uh, I'll be sure to to check them out next time, the Byron Bay Dolphins.
1: Yeah, check out the Byron Bay Dolphins. And while you're there, consider or not whether you'll bring back a pot of Valentine's honey, not spelt the way of 14th of February, but a a slightly different way that I won't spell out to give them any more promotion. But um, like Manuka, its properties are supposed to be um, anti-inflammatory, Expectorant, antibacterial, and antifungal, except in a much larger dosage of a way. The compounds within it are said to be, um, uh, you know, something special. Um, it's uh, it's it's also said to be good for stopping the onsla- onslaught of a cold. If you feel something a bit like echinacea is used, I don't know. Do you ever use echinacea when you feel a cold coming on? No. Oh, okay. That's something I was told by. By uh, by a, a, a naturopath, I think some time ago. So I always hmm. always keep a, a little jar of those around, Noreen. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if it works or if it's a placebo thing. But I but I uh, I feel that it's good to pop a couple of those, and you feel a bit better, thinking that it's doing you some good.
0: And that's um, what matters, you know. It it, it
1: it does a lot of the time, doesn't it? Um, so. Um, just stopping for a moment, though, and um, talking about manuka in general, because it brings up the point of manuka, this this kind of wonder honey coming out. Um, manuka has become a reference point. As you said, you know, wow, it's meant to be stronger than that. I mean, manuka has become such a known thing. It's become embedded in popular culture. for feels like a decade or so. Um, but, but manuka itself is not the first honey to have been used as a cure for... Um, Different types of ailments. It's been going on for, I don't know if you know, but for many, many centuries from Egyptian times, Roman times, uh, ancient Chinese and Ayurvedic healing, it shows up in those. And um, even in the uh, Quran, um, honey gets a mention as a remedy for every illness. Sounds a bit.
0: Interesting you Why? mentioned that but yeah. a, a couple of years ago I was in Dubai and I was in mm. you know several of the supermarkets and one thing that they had in common was that they had honey counters you know as opposed to oh. in Hong Kong where you've got cheese counters Yeah they have honey counters and they've got little jars where you can taste different things of course you have to ask the person um and it was quite interesting they didn't have a cheese counter but they had honey counters Um and, and-,
1: and was it being well, was it being touted as being good for your health rather than just a lovely absolutely, thing to eat? yep, touted yep. as being
0: good for your health. So they had so. Um, for my trip, I bought some um, Kashmiri honey. Um, oh, yes, uh, Pakistani honey. Uh, there were That's loads well. from yeah, the, the, just all you know, different parts of the world. Um, a lot of a lot of the ones from the Middle East, um, and it was quite interesting. And each of them had like different um, a taste. Uh, one of them tasted a bit cedar, mm. uh, woody. I, I, I don't remember something like that. But um, they all had like a different taste and a different well, property to help with the body to promote different healing.
1: Okay. Well, the taste comes often, uh, you know, it's said to come from the flowers that the bees uh, pollinate. Mm. Um, so like the Manuka flavor, which is quite a deep flavor, it comes from the Manuka bush, which is, you know, why it's given the name. You get things also in in uh, more it, it, things that people may be more familiar with would be lavender, honey and various types of uh flowers that the bees are, are fond of getting their hmm. pollen from um so um but 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 the manuka stuff though has been um, you know it's obviously it's always very highly priced and uh, and this australian new one is even more expensive um, Gwyneth Paltrow has become quite more well known for her lifestyle website. Have you heard about that? <laughs> I've
0: seen it. Even. No, it's, I haven't. The, 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 <laughs> and
1: her acting, she she sells, for example, a trio of a few small jars of manuka for 150 US dollars for this little selection of three. No, and, uh,
0: that's a crime. Yeah, I mean, it, that's so expensive. It, it,
1: yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I'll just uh, while we're talking about Manuka, I'll just end on this fact, though. What is known for people who, um, you know, question its uh, healing properties is that it does have proven antimicrobial properties, which were studied and found by a New Zealand professor of uh, Waikato University in New Zealand in the 1980s, that can actually um, have antibacterial effects in simpler language. Mm. Um, and um, but do all the other things work? We've probably all seen Manuka brands, but you know face masks and all these other things. As far as those are concerned, no conclusive evidence, I'm afraid, Nori. Yeah, e- it's, uh,
0: ex- exactly. A lot of the times you have to look at, um, you know, that they, they come in different factors as well. You have to see mm, what what the MGO factor exactly. is. Yeah, so
1: yeah, it's not in rising price. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. R- rather like SPS factor in that respect. <laughs> um, so uh, on to other news, restaurants in trouble. We can't really avoid this, but, uh, but an upbeat thing I want to mention on this. Yesterday, um, it was, uh, uh, there, was, there was something that was uh, launched in Hong Kong called United We Dine. And as things are, we're hearing in international news, we know what's been happening here because we live here, that restaurants have been in trouble for a much longer time than coronavirus during the uh, unrest in Hong Kong. Um, We're hearing in news about America and Europe shutting down restaurants and uh, so on. They're behind us in their first wave of the coronavirus. Um, But something that has been in the planning for a while and did launch yesterday is uh, this United We Dine. And what is it? It's 100 restaurants across Hong Kong participating in offering uh, a limited time menu um, of either a set menu or special prices for certain dishes to attract customers. So this is a good thing that has been put together by um, certain uh, restaurant consultants in Hong Kong, plus some publications in Hong Kong, and they've they've uh, they've they've come together. You know, the publications are giving this um, some pages or web space, and it's been brainstormed really to try and put the food and beverage industry back on track by attracting more people to come along. There is a lull at the moment. We've all heard the news and we don't know if there's a second wave that's going to make, that's going to kind of make things bad. But at the moment, there is a lull and restaurants have kicked this off yesterday. So there is a, there is a, a campaign that people can check out online. And I'll just tell you the website because it's all a good thing there. So it's www.unitedwedine. So it's all one word. Just spell out hk. And there are, um, luxury prizes up for grabs should anyone feel that the, uh, they want to go five times or more and keep receipts from this. And lots of restaurants, drinks companies, and hotels have donated prizes for this lucky draw, um, so that, um, so that people can be, um, I suppose enticed to go, you know, up to five times. But, um, it's definitely worth, checking out it's nice to hear that people have come together to do something positive is it not
0: (laughs) i like the slogan well not slogan but i like what they say keep calm and dine out
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's that's the thing really isn't it because there are so many people that don't feel relaxed about dining out have you bit have you now you've got two extremely young children so it's slightly different have you have you been out at school or are you just avoiding it completely yeah
0: we're sort of avoiding it i mean we, we still go out to parks yeah. and and stuff, and if we do yeah. um i mean we'll do we'll, we'll cook at home for sure, but there are a few mm. times when we have uh sort of grabbed something quickly um to yeah. eat, but that's not the usual practice
1: <laughs> no same same with me and my family I've been out a couple of times um um with my wife in town, I live on an outlying island. So we have been out, actually, on llama um, a handful or so times, but tables tend to be, you know, we're only going to places that have very well-ventilated space or even outdoor. So, you know, it, it, it does make it very difficult. I really hope that a lot of these restaurants can open French windows or or have very well-spaced tables. I went to one really nice restaurant last week um, in, in Hong Kong, on Hong Kong Island, and um, uh, tables were very well-spaced and all of the staff were wearing masks. I and mean, there there was a there's a certain sort of comfort factor. There were sanitizers everywhere as you walk in. They were they were taking temperatures. This happened to me in a few restaurants where there's electric electronic thermometers. I mean of course we know that incubation takes some time, but there's some comfort in the fact that, that that at least people with fever aren't walking in, you know. Exactly. So. Oh, that's that's a yeah. nice
0: touch to it. Um yeah. just out of curiosity, now Anders, you live on Lama and usually when mm. it comes to the weekend, a lot of people just flood to the outlying islands um to 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 enjoy the weekend. Uh, are you noticing there are less people doing that?
1: No. In fact there are people every day <laughs> oh. of the week at the moment, um in droves. And um the, the, uh, the, I mean, there are there are one or two days I can't really say why because it's not weather reasons that sometimes there are fewer. Obviously, um, a lot more people are supposed to be working from home and a lot of kids are supposed to be doing e-learning. So they, they, in other words, adults and children have got time off from where they have to clock in. So they do. There have been more people roaming around. Getting really? out
0: and about. Oh, I thought there'd yeah. be less uh, sort of tourists, local tourists. Um, no, much oh. more.
1: <laughs> and, and, and the same, the, th- the same happened during SARS. I was here during that time as well, and uh, unfortunately, uh, also in echo of that, um, there are littered uh, surgical masks
0: um, oh. around,
1: which uh, at this particular time is, um, you know, not um, not 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 good to see the litter around. But uh, um, but there are but the, but the restaurants back to you know the, f- the foodie and drinky stuff um th- there are the restaurants and uh, bars and cafes are doing better so that's good um because more people are coming out
0: yeah, this way
1: and i've uh, heard the same is true in the new territories as well really what a
0: shame yeah, oh. yeah
1: yeah um i'll just um keep on with the uh, a different topic within the inevitable theme connected to covid still um a good thing again though, like the uh the, the restaurant and uh uh bar campaign that we just mentioned, United We Dine. Another unrelated thing to that is that um drinks makers have got generous about helping with hand sanitizers. This is a global thing. Um uh this week, or just over a week ago, uh, absolute vodka in Sweden um has got involved with supplying the alcohol is necessary for the government there to uh, to do the rest to make up hand sanitizer so that's 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 a good thing you know proactive someone making a spirit um, got in touch with the government and said look can you can you take this off us and you can use it for something that's that's kind of handy but i'll say the second thing i want to mention is on a more boutique level and it's even more admirable in portland oregon in the us uh, I sent you a picture of this guy, actually, before we started speaking. Oh, um, yeah, I thought it was just there... a
0: random picture of a guy you were sending me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but, um, someone sure. with a load of hand sanitizer <laughs> on his bar top. Um, There's a small distillery that's part of a restaurant that's already started manufacturing its own sanitizer gel, and it's giving it away for free. So unlike the big vodka company, it's not saying, here you go, government, you can take this away and do something with it. They're actually doing it in their own premises. So the picture you've got uh. is of someone called, um, John Poteet. Um, and he's the owner of, uh, of just a, you know, a one-off bar and restaurant in Portland. And he, he says that the idea that he came up with is a no-brainer because during the process of when he distilled his own spirits on premises, he makes his own gin and other, and other things on the premises. Um, the first bit of alcohol that you get in the distillation process isn't drinkable. It runs off. And this is the same for any whiskey making or any spirit making process. It can't be used. So this is the stuff that Absolute will be offering to the government as well. It's the first part of the distillation process. And so until now, um, in this Portland bar restaurant, they've been using it as a cleaning agent. So they don't just throw it away. They've been using it to keep the place disinfected, um, you know, way before the COVID thing blew up. Um, But two weeks ago, a customer asked the owner if she could have some of his cleaning alcohol that she knew that he used from his distillation to use it for a sanitizer for herself. And it made him think. And he went to the local authorities in Portland and found out the legalities to see if he could do anything with it. And he found out that you can, where he is anyway, um, it's possible to do this. As long as he doesn't make any medical claims that it can help this or that and he doesn't charge for it, um, he's able to use it, and uh, to give it away. So he's doing it as a kind of um, charitable gesture, really, and he's using an 80% alcohol solution, which is above what is required in a hand sanitizer, which is 60% or more. And he's just putting some gum with it, which is um, um, a, stick, a sticky sort of solution made from sugar that he makes himself, and adding some water, and that's it, putting it in bottles. And um, and he's he launched it last week at a time where shelves across the U.S. were... Running out or empty of hand sanitizer, and charging online people charging stupid amounts for it. So he was doing this as a charitable gesture.
0: What a good is, person!
1: I know, I know. So if you feel if you feel like uh, putting that up on social media, Noreen, I think that would be a nice nice thing not not an official one, perhaps just your personal one.
0: Yeah, I, it, definitely. Yeah, what yeah. a lovely gesture yeah. of that yeah. guy.
1: Exactly. And um, also um, talking about uh, COVID related, but in a different part of the world, in Italy, which, as we know, um, is one of the uh, worst hit parts of the world as far as an outbreak of COVID-19 goes. In the northeast, which is where it's really hit the hardest, uh, one winery, which is called um, Zorzetzig, I'm going to say that again, Zorzetzig. Is it's based say that in? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's Zorzetic. Oh. That's it. I've got it. And I think I sent you a picture of this bottle as well. Yeah. It's um it's a it, it's a wine that's based in uh, Friuli, which is in the northeast of the country, and it's launched a fundraising wine. And the label that it has um has just got some nice bright colours, and it has the words. Andra Tutabene, which means everything will be alright. It's in eight different languages on the label. Uh, it's made 720 bottles of this red wine, um, just since Covid blew up there. Um, it's bottled them, made a special label, and it's just, just, uh, you know, less than a thousand bottles. It's just for a gesture. I don't think it'll be able, that people will be able to buy it outside of Italy itself, or certainly not Europe. Um, and, the eight languages that it's used is in reference to the fact that eight is considered a lucky number, as we know, in Chinese culture. And that's because of the outbreak of COVID-19. It was first reported, um, you know, in China in last December, but it's all done with the best of uh, wishes and intentions. Um, there's quarantine there and the, uh, the winery itself, if I can dare try and pronounce it again, Zorzetic, um, is a family-run thing and they're just doing it for um, the fact that people need to stay indoors and can have something with a celebratory label. But all of the wine made from this is going to a really good cause. It's going to one of the frontline hospitals, uh, a university hospital of Santa Maria della uh, Misericordia, in uh, which is in the Udine area of northeast Italy. And uh, all of the money raised uh, every euro coming from the profit is going to go to that hospital, which is uh, one of the uh, most overwhelmed hospitals in northeastern Europe. Uh, sorry, uh, Italy, Italy. At the
0: moment, it's so heartwarming yeah. to hear that you know there are still great people out there doing good by you know yeah. society and not you know letting the whole greed um, mm. get in the way just because business is not good these days. It
1: is. It yeah. is. And that was that. That was my last. That was my last bit of. Uh, Food and drink uh, news, there, Noreen, related to the uh, all of the COVID nineteen that we've got going around.
0: Wonderful. Well, Andrew, thank you very much indeed for, for your sharing, and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Um, thank you very much indeed to Andrew indeed. Dandina, foodie and drinky. Thank you. Hey. Uh, bye now. Bye now. A quick look at the.